0: Come to Mundo!
1: welcome to the mute all chat podcast i am your host flapjack bill alongside proxy jack we're here to talk mad shit about league help the low elo plebs like our former selves climb and generally entertain you this is a safe space for feeders and scrubs now mute all and let's invade red proxy we are approximately two ha, what time we are approximately two hours and forty-three minutes Dude, I'm from the so first I, best of really one want to in see group a
2: North stage. Team finally do some are you
1: season. excited? Like,
2: Cloud 9s always been the consistency, but then they always just choke, and that was heavily apparent this season. But now I, we got FlyQuest, we got Team Liquid, we, we have three seeds because we can't forget about TSM, and I am super stoked that we have a pretty good shot. Um, that world's this year. Granted, we still have to beat through Korean and Chinese teams to get anywhere. And we'll see how Taiwan Hong Kong match up. Um, I don't know about EU. EU's kind of here, there uh, every other year. So we'll see. But I'm definitely
0: excited.
1: Yeah, it's going to be an intense series. Um, Really quickly. I didn't write down the order. I wanted to do this. So we're just going to do, we're we're going to do this sort of out of seat of our pants. Let's talk.
2: Since Sunday. So, um, I mean, first off looking at this, we have two different sides of this. We got team liquid at top and playing groups with legacy sports following um, supermassive third mad lions, fourth, INTZ fifth. uh, So that's Brazil. Um, and then on the right side we got Talon in first, Unicorns of Love pushing in there from Russia, uh, Rainbow Seven in third, LGD in fourth, and then V3 Esports playing in. So that means we automatically get Team Liquid and Talon, um, which leaves see uh, Legacy, Unicorns of Love, Supermassive, Rainbow Seven, Mad Lions, LGD, INTZ, and v3 esports to fight it out in a round one round two set of uh skirmishes to see who actually belongs in groups so and this is quick rapid fire we got round one super massive mad lions go at it super massive comes out on top Mm -hmm. then also in round one rainbow seven lgd fighting lgd comes out on top moving on to round two that leaves unicorns of love and Supermassive to battle it out. And wouldn't you know it, we got Uh some, or from Russia with love, Unicorns of Love, coming in, taking out Supermassive, and then also in round two to finally (laughs) uh, push their spot in (laughs) and knock uh, Legacy out. LGD wins 3-0, securing themselves a spot in groups. And so now we got our groups and who and we kind of figure out what's going on because if you guys aren't aware and by the time you listen to this world's Pick'em just closed
0: well it's it's open for us but by the time they listen to this, it didn't close it's still open
1: oh that's true that's true right at this moment there are 40 minutes right. left of the pickems which means if you're not doing it right now Uh, you have lost your opportunity to do the group stage pickups. You can come back around for knockout stage. You can win prizes. There is a a,
2: a celebration. You get chances to win Hextech. In the meantime... Oh, sorry, um, You get emotes, skins, uh, ward skins. Looks like Alienware's partnered with it, too, so who knows what that means. Make the perfect picks to win... Official PC and display of Worlds 2020. So if you get a perfect, which you're automatically out if you didn't do group stages, you could win what looks to be a um, PC and
0: display.
1: It's a, yeah. It's an Alienware desktop, uh, and as well as the monitor that they're using. So... Oh, the perfect pick, well, okay. Here, I'm on, I am on. I went to the prizing uh, website. Uh, if you accomplish a perfect pick, congratulations. A perfect pick means you were correct in every single pick for both group stage and knockout stage and won the maximum amount of 124 points. Last year, only one person out of 5 million participants got a perfect pick. But if you yeah, remember that, last year, uh, cool. no one in the whole I, entire world thought I mean, Fun+ Phoenix fair, was going to make it to finals beating. and win. Well, I would
2: have won uh, if Riot released a song about yeah, it was crazy. us.
1: No, because we had uh, Phoenix come out last year. Uh-huh. Phoenix song. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, if you do make a perfect pick, uh, you'll earn a cash containing all five <laughs> ultimate skins. That's DJ wow. Sona, Spirit that, Guard Udyr, Pulsefire Ezreal, Elementalist Lux, and Gun Goddess Misfortune. Well, you get know, all five. You know, that's... A piece. that's it's like $100 worth of skins right there. Yep. Uh, oh, I lied. Then it's $150 worth of skins. Uh, this year, we are happy to announce an exciting new perfect pick prize, an exclusive Alienware Aurora Battle Station. That's the name of the computer, I reckon. Uh, you can play, play like the pros on a replica of the battle stations used at the 2020 World Championship. I don't actually know what the specs on that computer are, but I'm curious to look it up, so I will in a moment. Uh, but the Alienware Battle Station reward will be processed manually and distributed from Alienware following the end of Worlds. Uh, To be eligible for the ultimate skin cash reward, your account must be at least level 20. If you already have those skins, you have the option to disenchant those skins into essence. Uh, The ultimate skin cash reward will be processed manually and distributed within one week following the end of Worlds. There is a limit on the total number of grand prizes. (laughs) So even if the world script goes according to plan and like a bunch of people get it right only 15 people will actually get the prizes for having a perfect pickup now uh this is uh worlds in league of legends on a crazy year so i think the odds that we get a perfect pickup are so close to zero that it's very likely it's going to be another one in five million type deal like the guy who won last oh, year, or the girl who won right last now. year, I don't actually know who it was.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, in the meantime, but, you talk I mean, about I'll something, start, I'm gonna look up I'll the specs on this
2: over who we got to right see now, what you're actually groups. winning. So,
1: Alien yeah, uh, what is it, group a,
2: we got G2 Esports from uh, Europe, uh, yeah, they are the seed one, so that means G2 Esports is going to play a round robin with Team Liquid as well, who is North America's third seed, who won in the group stages and came out pretty dominant uh, but that's dominant in groups that's a mix of teams that are met uh, already which team liquid obviously shined through next we're moving on to suny um who is from china uh they are third seed however they did play in a gauntlet to get through they ended up winning uh their first win and secure their first uh or their first best of five in the uh, regional qualifier ended up getting three. Oh, I believe it was or something along those lines. They ended up pulling through because they were potentially not going to go. So they're kind of bottom rung right now from China, which gets four seeds this year uh, due to fun plus Phoenix winning last year. Then we get Machi Esports as well from Taiwan and Hong Kong. They are in first seed, uh, According to what we were looking at and they are can't tell you how Taiwan Hong Kong does because I never really pay attention to the difference between them and China but I assume they're going to be decent um, we'll see it is a smaller um, region so that could pretty much also mean that they're like Brazil and meh next we got Group B got Damwon Gaming for with Damwon Gaming, North Korea, <laughs> first seed, Rogue, European, so LEC, L- third seed, Talon, Taiwan, Hong Kong, that are second seed, and that is it for Taiwan. And then JD Gaming, China, their play in team, they got, no, Rogue, mistype. We set all this up so we could just fly through. No, wait, that's not true. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Sorry, Talon then gets the play That's team. That's a mistake. Uh, PSG Talon is right, the play team. They got second place overall in China. Uh, so they're they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, we got Group C, Genji from Korea, third seed. TSM are yes, number numero uno from NA. They they pulled quite the upset, and we'll see. I want to see Ber- Berikson get that zillion and just show uh, Korea and China what it's like to constantly have this revive going on uh i, re- I really want them to revive these games going in um fanatic with eu in second seed so they lost <laughs> to the first seed which was g2 in europe so they're kind of iffy um they they've been a dominant force before they've come out swinging quite a few times but it's been kind of look like they've been on a decline so far uh, kind of like team liquid this year so the fact that they got second seed was kind of crazy but we'll see how they actually perform on the world stage um not expecting too much but hopefully that low expectations gets surpassed that low the low bar is there i want to see them get that you know man, we could have put the bar higher and gotten over it, kind of feel from them. But uh, that leaves LGD Gaming from China. They are the fourth seed. They were a play team from China, so kind of looking iffy on them, but it's going to be a good show. So, that leaves our last group, Group D, FlyQuest, Unicorns of Love, DRX, and Top Esports. Sports. We're going to go with FlyQuest here first from North America, our very own region second seed they kind of just were full of surprises so it's going to be interesting to see them on a world stage. They kind of went from like bottom rung to a force to be reckoned with so that's going to be really interesting. Unicorns of Love was from our play-in groups. Um, They were originally a European team so they are a well-known team but they after LEC rebranded, didn't get to continue their name there. Um, They moved over to Russia out of the blue. So now they kind of played in. They are the first seed from the LCL, I believe it was, which Riot doesn't really keep track of. Um, So they are a Russian team now. They are the first seed from Russia, the only seed that we're going to see from Russia in this entire thing. So it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see some uh, Russians take on the Chinese. It's going to be Indeed. quite a uh, battle here. And then lastly, we got DRX here from Korea, second seed, and Top Esports to top it all off as the number one seed from China. Uh, we don't have FunPlus Phoenix, last year's world champions. We don't have SKT1, so I'm excited because that means that Faker's not going to get another win. I'm sorry, Demon King. You're fantastic, but it gets—it's it, more exciting when you have to climb to the top instead of just always sitting on the top. You're great, yeah. I, you can hide on whatever bush you want, but man,
0: I—I'd I, rather just see you climb again. That—that'll do it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, they certainly struggled yeah, so those are those are the groups. Um, we the schedule is starting in, well, I guess the broadcast will go live probably in an hour. uh well, maybe it'll probably be actually like two hours. Uh, and then we will have the first game going on at 3 a.m, October, what day is it the third 3 a.m, Central Standard time for me. Um so I'm gonna run you through the schedule for today's games. Uh, as well as tomorrow's. Uh, just just to get us kind of kick-started here. Uh, we're starting off with FlyQuest versus Top Esports. Uh, I'm not going to do any predictions yet. We can do predictions later. Uh, immediately after that, we're going to do Unicorns of Love versus DRX, then Rogue versus PSG Talon, one Gaming versus JD Gaming, G versus LGD Gaming, and we'll finish out the day. Uh, the sixth game is going to be Team Solo Mid versus Fnatic. Uh, and that's going to round out the day. We've got two NA teams playing. We've got two European teams playing. Uh, three, all three Korean teams play. And I believe two, three Chinese teams play, and then two Plains teams. So it's a, a good mixed bag. Uh, we will see Team Liquid the following day. To you NA fanboys. Um, in the meantime, uh, we mentioned pick'ems earlier. Uh if you'd like, we can go over our individual pick'ems. I know we just uh, I finished mine go yesterday. I know you just did yours just before we started recording. So would you like me to go over mine first? All right. Um I've got some some healthy predictions for the whole group uh as a whole uh i think group a where we have uh g2 esports sooning machi and team liquid i think it's going to go g2 esports at the top uh their playoff form is unreal uh i think team Liquid's going to take second uh they're playing exceptionally well right now barely dropping games if they do drop games it's still looking very competitive uh and they had all the play and stage to get stage games down, so it's a little bit of an added advantage. Uh, sooning Gaming in third, because I'm not super impressed with them in terms of world's caliber teams, but hey, they could throw some surprises in and upset me. Uh, and then Machi Esports in fourth, because I don't know who they are, and I don't care. I haven't seen them do anything, so they get fourth. Uh, Group B for me, we've got uh this is the group that has Damwon Gaming, PSG Talon, JD Gaming and Rogue. Uh in this group I've got Damwon winning out first place. I've got JD Gaming taking second. I think that'll be hotly contested between those two. Um I think PSG Talon is going to take third because I don't think Rogue is going to take games off of anybody and I think they're just going to flop all the way out. Uh if we had the choice to pick how many games it would take, I would guess that Rogue doesn't win a single game because they do not look good. They barely looked better than Mad Lions, uh, and Mad Lions at least had a good style coming into the tournament. They just couldn't execute. So I've got Rogue Dead Last. Um, group C consists of LGD Gaming, Gen.G, TSM, and Fnatic. Uh, I've actually got Gen.G winning this, ga- uh, this group out. Uh, I think their players are just exceptionally good, and uh, they shouldn't have any trouble just winning all their games. Uh, I think TSM is going to take second because I think Fnatic can, they just tilt themselves too much. Uh, and if you have to play against LGD, who are looking pretty okay, and Gen.G as well as TSM with their weird pocket picks like River, River Shen and stuff, uh, yeah, I think Fnatic's just going to tilt themselves out. So TSM takes second, Fnatic takes third, and I don't actually think LGD is going to win as many games uh, as Fnatic. So I think LGD comes in last. And finally, we've got Group D, or the Group of Death, with Top Esports, DRX, Unicorns of Love, and FlyQuest. I'm picking Top Esports to win this group. They're a lot of people's favorites just to win the whole tournament in general. Uh, So I've seen some of their gameplay, and I think that's a fair assessment. So they're number one for me. Uh, I think DRX from Korea is going to take second. I think FlyQuest is going to get edged out by DRX and take third in a sad twist of events. And I think Unicorns of Love, despite how uh, they're crazy and they're fun and they're super a joy to watch, uh, I don't think they're going to win their games. And I think they will go out and last. Uh, and that's my group pick-ems. Uh, I'm, I will surely be wrong about all of those things. So I mean, don't me, take so my asses
2: for shit. Up top let's see what do we you got to go back to this uh thing that we got going okay first seed um compared to everything i'm looking at them being on top because i mean i have suning on bottom because they're kind of a play-in team they were kind of meh kind of there, kind of not they are china so they might do really well but i don't think they're going to be competing so then second i got machi esports Uh, They are first place in Taiwan, so that's something that can't be underestimated. It is a smaller region, so I don't know. I think they're going to beat out uh, Team Liquid and Suning easily just because they're here. They're at the top. They didn't even have to fight their way into the groups uh, like Team Liquid had to do. Uh, And Suning didn't, but they were also not the highest on... China's roster. So that leaves third to Team Liquid, fourth to suning Putting suning at the bottom. Uh group B, I got damn one on top. That is Korea's number one seed. I expect them to dominate the group because right next to it. I mean you have Rogue who's you already said I don't think they're or I don't really pay attention to him. I guess they did decently in EU this year, but they don't scream out like a name that you easily know as much gonna go with they're not gonna do as well so damn one on top talon's gonna be second because they are second from uh taiwan hong kong i'm expecting taiwan to hong kong be a decent region jd gaming i'm gonna i have as my uh third seat which actually you know i'm gonna switch up jd gaming's going up to second china china is a force to be reckoned with so damn first. JD Gaming second. Talon's going to be third. Rogue's going to be the bottom. Moving on to Group C. Got Gen.G. Korea third seed. Korea is always a force to be reckoned with. Um, Just, I mean, look. Korea gave us Faker. And now we got Gen.G. Even third seed's going to be scary. TSM second. I really want our NA boys to represent. I don't know about Team Liquid, but TSM is top. I won't. You can't kill Ian Brazilian. Um, third's gonna be uh, Fnatic. Fnatic second place. They kind of just fell <laughs> off near the end of the EU split. I mean, they went went zero three in um, the end of EU. Not a good. Yeah, not a good. Uh, yeah, it's not Let's looking see. good. Like if they couldn't I can tell you even like put up a game yeah, or two yeah they got 3-0 by G2 what's the hope of them doing well in groups
0: where it's one game
1: not to mention i, th- I think it's worth mentioning that it, very publicly G2 adopted a TSM invention in their best of 5 against Fnatic uh TSM had played a series Literally the day before, where they busted out Shen jungle uh, for their young upstart Spika and G two picked that up for their series against Fnatic, and just, I mean, it didn't look as good as TSM's or as practiced, but they did say in the post game uh, they learned it from TSM, and that was the first time they had played it, and it it looked like it just Fnatic didn't have an answer for it, so. I think uh, mm-hmm. think Fnatic might actually have a little but, bit more of a difficult time leaves. against TSM than people See, are going to give them credit for. LGD
2: Gaming is going to be on the bottom tier there. They are fourth in China. They are the I, I, even though China is a force to be reckoned with, not expecting much from LGD. They did kind of have to fight their way in. They're fourth seed, which they only got because Fun plus Phoenix even gave them a chance. Really, not expecting much from LGD. Lastly, from Group D, I got top esports on top. Number one coming in from China. That's going to be crazy. I'll, they're probably going to dominate this entire group, which leaves DRX to be second. Um, they're Korea's second seed. I'm expecting a lot from Korea, as always. Much as I would love to see Unicorns of Love be on the top of this group. They're Russia. They're not in a very competitive region. Riot doesn't even cover them. It's like um, the Japanese League. Like it's not even Japanese League. Even isn't even being represented at Worlds at all. And yeah, between them and Russia, I don't expect like anything because there's they got beat out in very well-acknowledged regions because they don't have a lot of household names and unicorns of love. They only have
0: because. LEC didn't want them. Well, sure.
1: Would you like to know a fun fact about Unicorns of Love, briefly? Uh, they dropped, I believe, if I'm remembering this correctly, and I could be wrong, they dropped a total of two games this year. Uh, and one of those games was in the play-ins... Against who they lose to? They lost to somebody. Against huh? Uh, they must have lost three games then, because they did lose to Rainbow Seven in the Plains, and then uh, against PSG Talent. So, Unicorns of Love came into Worlds having only lost about one game this year, and they just dumpstered everybody until Rainbow Seven. And then huh. they had already beaten PSG Talon once, so they they just lost the grudge match. So they 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 may not well, be in a very competitive region. Even then, but they I don't still lose. feel like
2: they're at least going to beat out Flyquest. Flyquest did pull out some crazy things in NA, but I don't know. Flyquest hasn't had much of a world stage uh, showcase, so they could go. Anywhere in this group, but I definitely don't think they're beating out top esports. I definitely don't think they're being beating out DRX. It's really between Unicorns and Love and FlyQuest to me in this group. And unless they pull out something crazy, they're just they're somewhere in the bottom half. I don't expect much.
0: Yeah, it's disappointing, but.
1: It hasn't happened yet, so we're going to find out. Now, we will get an answer to can FlyQuest do some upsets Mm -hmm. in just a few hours from this recording, actually, as they place their game one against top esports. uh, I am hoping that they are competitive. I think we can go ahead and do predictions for tomorrow's games, well, today's games, uh, right about now. Um, I don't have a problem doing that. Uh, so let's do them just game by game. Uh, we can even write down in our little script doc what we think. Uh, I will make a... ...addition. Page two. Uh, oh, all I right. know how to
0: fix it.
1: One
2: second.
1: Oh, you went and okay. painted everything. Now it's all purple. I I got it. I got it. All right, uh, back to your regularly scheduled all chat podcast. Uh, game one: FlyQuest versus Top Esports. I'm hoping FlyQuest looks competitive, Top but I've got Top I Esports mean, as my again, choice. Best. What do you got? The best.
0: All right. So we've got Fly. I should do. I should do this a different way.
1: we have got Top for me. Uh, You've also got Top. And Kraken's not here, so he doesn't get to have an opinion. (laughs) Hey. All right, game two, we've got Unicorns of Love versus DRX. Okay. I'm actually going to call Unicorns of Love to win that. I think that'll be an upset game. Uh, Unicorns of Love is coming into group stage with a little bit of fire, a little bit of spunk. They've won a whole bunch of games at Worlds already right now, and they're feeling good. Uh, I think DRX is really good, but I think this is going to be a first match. They might have some jitters. And I think UOL, if they're going to take a game off of one of DRX or Hmm. top esports, it's going to be on DRX, and I think it's going to be that first
2: game. They're bringing that momentum in. Talent. Yeah.
1: So then got to go Talent. Got Rogue versus PSG Talent. What do you think?
2: Yeah, it's already feeling like half of these are decided. Yeah, already. I don't think
1: I don't think Rogue's got the sauce if I'm honest. Yeah, I think part of the problem is that the Chinese teams are super overhyped already. And the Korean teams are like kind of underhyped, but no one's ever going to count them out. The real kicker is seeing how well PSG Talon played in groups. And actually, I'm going to change my answer here. Uh, and I'm going to give Rogue that game because I forgot PSG Talon doesn't get to play with the roster that they've been playing with this whole time. Rogue is playing. With their normal roster. And PSG Talon is uh playing with their what would be their normal roster, but they haven't played play with it. them for oh, the whole tournament tell. so far. So I'm changing mine. I'm saying Rogue. What are you saying? Okay. All right. Game four, we've got Damwon Gaming versus JD Gaming. That one's going to be a hot one, the script
0: the monitors were better than I am
2: up damn one first seat looking pretty hot in their favor
1: all right Gaming, I am going to agree with you. I think Day takes this one. Uh, mm. almost at the end, we got Gen G versus LGD.
2: Yikes! Uh, Gen G like won the higher seed. I feel like Korea is just better overall too. But yeah, Gen G.
0: Right, got Genji
1: from you as well. Alrighty, and last game of the day, eight a.m. Central Standard TSM. Time for you here in TSM North America. All the way. TSM versus Fnatic. All right, we're we're pulling we're pulling for the for the North American boys. Uh, All right, so you and I have disagreements on UOL versus DRX and Rogue versus PSG Talon. Outside of that, uh, our predictions are lining up pretty well. Uh, Just a reminder, these are all best of ones. God help us all. If we had to play six best of fives in the day, that would be insane. Too many games. Um, We are only going to do predictions for the first day of games because we're seriously, we're having games today, tomorrow, the next day, and the day after that. Four straight days of games, a break for like one day, and then we go straight back into groups. Uh, Group stage will end October 11th after a six-game day, which is going to be honestly brutal because it's just... uh, It's just by group at that point. I think this first week... They're doing it randomly, like what teams play. But in the second week, uh, yeah. October 8th, it's Group A. Ninth is Group B. Tenth is Group C. And 11th is Group D. Uh, so those are going to be exceptionally fun days to watch where every team will play three times on the day. Uh, After that, we start Best of Fives uh, where we do single best of fives, uh, pretty much every day from the 15th to the 18th, and then from the 24th to the 31st, with the winner of Worlds being crowned on the 31st of October this year. Uh, that's gonna be it's about 20, it's 26 days from now. Got quite a bit of League of Legends to happen in between then and now. So be sure to tune in as we will be talking about worlds. Whenever we record, uh, we may also talk about our own games. Uh, which I will—that's how we'll wrap up today. In kind of the inverse to how we normally do it. Uh, I did just get a message from. Hey, there he is. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> that's it that's the tft boy right there well hey since you're here uh we just did uh our predictions for the first day of group stage that's happening in like a couple yeah, hours yeah yeah uh, yeah do you want me to so, run you through uh the,
3: marlins i are think are gonna upset just
1: us blind uh, uh i i i,
3: I think right. the rays are are gonna are gonna go a long way wait they already lose.
1: Okay. Uh Dodgers okay. over
3: Padres. Uh uh Heat the right, Heat are, are gonna come back and four four oh the Lakers. Dodgers uh, so over them. Padres,
0: got it. Some <laughs> old predictions. Well, All
1: that, right. yeah, now run man, up by
0: my... people are gonna be mad about that.
1: All right. Game one uh, Fly we've got top esports, the number one seed from China versus FlyQuest, the number two seed from North America.
3: As much as I want to see FlyQuest win.
1: Alright, we're voting for Top Esports. Uh game two. We've got... Yeah. Yeah. We're all we're all in that boat. I'm just hoping the game is competitive, if I'm honest. Uh Game two, we've got Unicorns of Love versus DRX, which DRX. is the number two seed from Korea. As, as hype Love as the Unicorns of
3: Love would be.
0: Because they have like the coolest name in DRX, all, all right. eSports. <laughs> right.
1: That's a big facts. Um, yep. Game three, we've got Rogue from Europe. I think there's a uh, red seed from Europe against PSG Talon. Who just played the planes? Mmm. Spicy. Uh, game four, we've got Damwon One Gaming versus JD Gaming. That's the number Wait, one from Korea versus the number, number two, two from, from China. China. Again?
3: JD, let's go with JD.
0: Ooh. Ooh. JD Gaming. Ooh. Split from the back.
1: Uh, Game 5, Genji, the number 2 seed... No. Yes, no. The number 3 seed from Korea versus LGD, the number 4 seed from China.
0: Korea, Genji,
1: TSM. Good call. Uh, Last game of the day. TSM actually looks fire
3: fanatic, kind of looks...
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) <laughs> oh sweet <Nah. laughs>
1: well fire will always beat Deanne. So we've got we've got our predictions locked in we'll be able to see how that goes in a couple hours uh, it's going to be a disaster if I'm guessing correctly um ba-ba-ba-da that's all the world stuff we really wanted to talk about we could talk about a little bit of tft a little bit of regular old league of legends if uh, you'd like what if we talked about league <laughs> what are your thoughts Colonel like Crack we haven't had like a league this.
3: league league discussion in a while i feel like it's been a lot of like worlds all right we can um, talk about league a little bit of tft stuff uh freaking Enlighten's is really fun to run but uh it's true yeah, it's alright. But about League of Legends, do we have a topic? Or are we just kind of like...
1: I haven't done that one yet. Dang! Uh, we basically just freestyled on how, how rules for the, the last 45 minutes. So, get
0: yeah. What? Uh, it's been... <laughs> it's been 40 minutes. Freaking sleepy dang um
3: uh, i don't i don't really know what i because the thing is i don't know that much about the mythic items so i don't really know like and it's like i do want to talk about league but i don't know if we want to go like super late because i feel like if we started talking about the stuff i do want to talk about then i feel like it would go like i feel like we would go kind of long like uh because feel like because like we've I feel like oh, yeah, we' wrong with, like,
2: like trying to go over like mythic items oh, yeah. didn't, we don't know how they feel yet, like there's a big yeah, it... like it, there's so much that we like we know about what their benefits are gonna be, but it's like, how is that gonna affect what I build when all of a sudden I'm stuck with that item and I can't build any other mythic,
3: and it's also it's like when everything sounds o p in a vacuum when you read the document, like everythings gonna sound broken. But like obviously there is gonna be one thing that's going like something is gonna fall through, like something is gonna be broken. There's gonna be some class There's gonna be some class that's like just ridiculously uh just ridiculously strong um on the first like few days of like the actual season
0: starts. There's also um
1: You're absolutely right. Uh, we should get our first look at. Let's see. When did they post this? I'm looking at their uh, the preseason legendary items preview right now. Um, they're dumping it onto the PBE.
3: What does PBE stand for? Double does it stand beta? for play That should have happened
1: already. This post was. Oh, made I thought four it said ago, play so before. It I thought it was play on the PBE. <laughs>
2: I mean, you do know the requirements for PBE, right? You oh, just have. Funny, if that's level what they made it. Three. Uh, uh, no. Uh, honor level two with no restrictions in order to sign up, and you.
0: Oh, I kind of want to sign up.
2: Oh, um, yeah, they changed it when the level two thing came out, and I.
1: That me too. Before, Shit, everyone. I didn't know that was the requirements.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, um, as I as I look at this this dev blog post, they mentioned that they're going to do a six week testing period for these items, mostly because, uh, like in addition items to gone. items, they're also redoing the shop entirely. Adaptive, like, and the way adaptive, it's going is, is gone. The like I think shop. frozen
3: mallet's gone.
1: Uh, yeah, they dumped a I bunch. Think, uh,
3: Yeah, I keep. uh, Sometimes I forget that frozen Mallet's in the game. game I
1: thought they like took it out. Like frozen and I don't remember what it's called. A while back, (laughs) they also did a bunch of. uh, They did like item classes now. So we've got the mythic items, and the rule on the mythic items is you can only build one. So whatever you choose your mythic item to be, that's going to kind of dictate what the rest of your build should look like um and the shop itself is going to do custom recommendations for you based solely on the champions in your game and the champion that you have chosen and the role you're in so it's you no longer like if you prefer using like the manual shop like you scroll around look at all the items if that's how you want to do it i think you still can but Outside of that, it's basically streamlining the shop for people like me who just build off of recommended oh. trees. um, unless I have a specific thing I want to do. But they're also updating legendary yeah. items. and I believe you can build any number of legendary items, but you can only build one mythic item is, I think, the deal. Uh, they've got uh, they got some cool stuff in here. I'll tell you what in terms of the the legendary items they've upgraded or they've updated some and they have made new ones and there's some there's some crazy like gold abil like gold granting items in here like for example this is just an example they have a new item called the collector uh it costs 3000 gold to make uh, it's, it grants you 45 attack damage, 20% crit strike chance, and 18 lethality. And the passive on it is: if you does deal that damage that would leave an enemy below 5% health, it just instantly kills them. Kills grant you an additional 25 gold.
3: So you pretty much like have elder. You pretty much like I don't have
1: think elder does. buff. <laughs> but you also have to take a champion.
0: Yeah, I think the elder buff is at like.
1: I, is it, I'm not sure. Is it 15% of HP? It might be. It might be a little like 10 oh, to whoa. 15% of HP. But yeah, it's like it's like a tiny elder buff, and then it gives you bonus gold for kills. So you want to take you want to take that if you're going. Uh, that's that screams to me like a lethality jungler item, uh, like Kha'Zix coming out of the brush at the middle of nowhere, exploding you. That definitely it seems like that to me. Yeah. Uh, there's also an item that is going to make Yazuo broken. Beyond how broken he is, it is not a mythic item. It is called Navori Quickblade. It costs 3,400 gold, gives you 60 attack damage, 20% critical strike chance, and 30% or 30 ability haste. Now I don't know what ability haste does but that's because I didn't pay attention. So, someone can tell me what that does, and then I will understand more, but the real kicker so, is this passive. The passive says your critical strikes with oh attacks my God. Okay. reduce your non-ultimate ability cooldowns by 20% of their remaining okay. cooldown. It
3: could be, like, NATO-ing, like, That's everything. gonna make like really Yasuo
2: and Yo
1: broken as shit. Okay. What?
2: How, what's the difference between... Uh... <laughs> Like a last whisper and a lethality item. What's lethality versus armor pen?
1: Uh, armor pen shrugs off percentages it's of a armor. Flat. So lethality. You don't
2: build lethality against tanks because fuck. Is it tanks <sighs> are gonna like? You're going to pull yeah. more off of them with a percentage-based
3: item. with, the, with the, Yeah, with like a penet- ability Oh my haste yeah
2: is coming into League of Legends to replace cooldown reduction. It's not going yeah, to yeah. coexist was... alongside yeah. it, but rather completely overhaul. It will work on a linear scale, like armor and magic resist do na- nowadays. The stat will be a flat value that directly affects how often you cast spells. For every one ability haste, you will be able to cast spells 1% more often.
0: So... 30% cooldown.
1: Okay. So, wow. Okay, so with 30 what? Ability Haste, that's a 30%, effectively 30% Wait, what's cooldown. The
3: different, what's, what's the Holy difference? What's the difference? Holy
1: shit! That's really so going to make you over. Like the
3: nomenclature. So, so, if you have a
2: cooldown reduction is a percentage. Tells you 10%, 20%. You
3: know, like Luden's is okay. what, 20%? So if you have a 25% cooldown reduction on a spell that has a 4 uh, second yeah. cooldown, you'll you'll do it in 3 seconds now. So, That's...
2: the way ability haste works is instead of being percentage, Oops. it's saying this number is equal to this percentage. So, the fact that an item already has 30% cooldown reduction essentially on it or 30 ability haste is insane. However, um, Yasuo I believe his Q cooldown isn't affected by cooldown reduction it's affected by attack speed.
0: Oh. That's
1: true, but it's which it's Q. now which ability of so his is to, the the whirlwind tornado? Yes, so
2: he has to proc Q twice before he gets yeah, his Q. So it doesn't, and then his, his dash is his I'm E, right?
3: This, by the way, uh, oh okay, great. Yeah. So that means Yasuo was not as
0: broken as he would <laughs> thought as we thought. Yeah.
1: Now, the 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 big scary thing about it, though, is when y- Yazuo and Yon both have the passive of having double their natural uh, critical strike chance. So you don't have to build 100% critical strike chance. You can build 50% critical strike chance, and the champions will automatically have 100% critical strike chance. So all you need is two crit items on both of those I champions I was for like their. That. Every single auto attack to be a crit, which means if they're well, the, yeah, that's what their champions are like. But with this item in particular, oh. so you'll, crit strikes you'll, you'll be your non ultimate cool ability downs. cooldowns by 20% of their remaining. Well, wow. so
2: for his Steel Temptus static cooldown is four to 1.3 yep. seconds, but it's
1: based on bonus
2: attacks, so it doesn't. Change on cooldown reduction.
0: Okay, what's the difference
3: between like bonus attack yeah, speed and attack speed? You have. you
2: have attack speed. Like, so, where does kind the of bonus come from? So, okay, like, you have base attack speed, right? It's whatever you start off yeah. in the game. Every time you level up, your base attack speed is increased, but it's the same no matter what. that Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: That's that's the base. When you project, buy
2: something like a zeal item or phantom dance or something, oh, that that's it, the bonus. It takes okay, the base, and then it increases it by that much.
1: So if it looks oh, okay. at,
2: so if it's like a thirty percent increase in attack speed, it looks at what you have attack speed wise at that level, and then multiplies it by say if it's one thirty or hundred or thirty percent increase, then it takes one hundred percent of that and adds another thirty percent
3: dang. That's... Oh, okay. That's... Alright, so I get know. So That's why, like, uh,
2: lethality is, like, the same idea, except
3: it's flat,
2: so it's only gonna shred 11 armor, no matter what. And it's all based on your level. But, you move on to Last Whisper, and it takes 30% of
0: what it is away. Oh, alright. It's... Yeah.
1: Which...
3: yeah, I feel it's like whole, it's
1: a whole some thing. are gonna have a lot of to do during the like caster, here, but it's gonna be good.
3: Like mage champs, because quite, quite frankly, a lot of mage champs kind of sucked in solo queue just because they didn't have a, yes, just they didn't new, have a, nice they, like, mage items. They wouldn't cast spell. I'm, I'm talking about like, like Victor's Vel'Koz, Zereth's Ziggs, uh, not really. Is Syndra and bad hands because sometimes Cinder is just flat out useless sometimes Um uh, I feel like like Anivia uh, yeah. what are some other champs uh, Brand I, I think I think a lot of outside of Zyra outside of Zyra and like maybe Lux I think a lot of AP supports aren't really that good even like Vigar, honestly because like yeah he scales and stuff like that but like I feel like that class of champ just isn't very strong in the last like two years, just because if you miss your skill shots or something like that, which is like you you will, like you're inevitably going to, you're pretty, you just pretty much die automatically to like every other class in the game. And so I think that, I feel like some of the, I forgot what items I was reading about, but I feel like there's some stuff in there that might make them more competitive or like a little more viable. Cause um, dang man, it's just like uh, it's like the it's like I feel like they have the ADC problem, but like they're also resource dependent, which makes them double worse, like double bad, kind of. Um, so and unlike unlike with an ADC on yeah. like an ADC, you can't miss autos like like duh. Whereas in like with a lot of caster champs, that, like if you don't if you don't hit the guy that has five dashes and, like, three shields and stuff, you're you're useless. So, so, it
2: looks like what they're trying to do with this itemization is trying to make everyone more manageable in terms of balance. Because I think what they're trying to do, and it kind of is in this tweet that I'm looking at, which I think this is actually the guy that uh, I mentioned earlier that said something, but I'll come back to that. Um, which I haven't mentioned in the podcast. I mentioned it to uh, Flapjack here. But our goal when tuning the move from CDR to ability haste is that there is, on average, the same amount of cooldown reduction on champs. The upside, and why we're doing this, is that the build flexibility is dramatically better, and there are more choices around haste versus non-haste builds. I mean, if you already have 30% off of one item... You don't have to build like two or three items just to get 40% and max out your CDR. So it sounds like what it's trying to do is give you more variety of what you can build. So if you want to go straight damage, you already got the CDR and you're all set. But if you want to have the CDR and then also build a little bit of tank, you have the option to. Because it's like you play one champion and you have to, you know, it's almost like you get locked into a build
0: based on your
3: matchup yeah and i've built on nami i've built ardent sensor and athene's like every single game for the last like but that's a little bit different yeah.
2: but, but now like you can actually fully tailor your kit to not just your matchup but other lanes as well because it's like man i can build this item and it'd be great against zed but then it's like comes over to this it's like oh but that champion can be ready as soon as i'm out of it's like what do i do well, now I have the option to throw in a tank item as well with my zonias. So,
3: yeah, I I kind of have like a question. It's more, it's a bit more abstract, but it's like the oh no, look at all these broken items. This is going to be terrible. But then when Modern Warfare Two is cited as like as like a philosophy of game balance, and it's like oh, but in Modern Warfare Two everything was broken and that was so fun. And it's like, well, wait a minute. I guess maybe it's a little bit different than a shooter, than like than like a MOBA, but um, I don't know. But it like it kind of raises the question where it's like, oh no, they're making everything OP. But it's like, but isn't that isn't that a game philosophy that a lot of people that a lot of players have though?
0: This is weird. I uh, I I I I don't like I don't. Well, my bad. If-
1: it's the, it's the. I don't think
3: it's gonna be like that. Like, I don't think everything's gonna it, be super you, OP, and it's gonna be like a Goldilocks zone of gonna, balance, it's like Team like Fortress the, uh, or something
0: like that, or like. Really. Uh. But well, what are you saying? I think everyone's it's super, gonna be
1: like. I think it's gonna be the yeah. syndrome effect from The Incredibles, when when everyone's super, no one will be. I think it's, I think the itemized, at least in terms of itemization, because there have been multiple occasions this split or this season for sure, where a certain class will have like yeah. an itemization change and it will entirely redefine a meta where like maybe I don't remember. I can't remember one specifically off the top of my head, but for example, when they, yeah. when they put lethality into the game, and it revitalized assassins in an entirely new way. Yeah, they're doing that, but they're doing that to every class. Every class is going to have a broken item, or two, or three, and they're flexible enough that they'll apply to the entire roster of champions. So it doesn't matter what something champion that dawned you on me just se, now
3: is that it's like, yeah, everyone's going to have the ability like the items to be more expensive, and there's like a broken mythic item and stuff. At least it gives incentive for people to trade and farm properly, to get to the mythic item first, so they can snowball, so they can u- they can use the snowball window when they have a mythic item and other people don't. Mm-hmm. But you have to get there first is the thing. Yep.
0: And
3: then... I just want to see because I feel yes. the game is more healthy when the when the game play the is fear. more proactive, and people are trying to force fights. I don't I don't like games where everyone just stands around.
0: Yeah.
3: Um like that's why I feel like that's why I f- but I I'm kind of like digressing so like cuz when they introduced like the drag buffs I noticed a people started playing around playing in the rivers more and they started they started partaking in like the skirmishes a little bit more. Whereas I feel like if there's an incentive to get the mythic items faster, there'll be more of an incentive to try to get a lane lead or, like, a lane dominance. And maybe that'll open up a window for champs like that. I really don't know, like, the numbers of the specifics and just talking about it theoretically in a vacuum. That's what it sounds like could possibly happen, but I don't know.
2: We got a lot to look up forward to, really.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have no idea what's going to happen either, like, shoot, everything could be yeah. the exact same and ADCs are still terrible, even though they have that sure. free dash they're getting or something? Like, <laughs>
2: uh, It's
0: going to be interesting. I'm excited, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well,
1: well, um I got two that's almost one. everything that we've got. Yeah, I if believe you guys want to we've got one more thing the from Proxy pool get before we sign of it. off for the night. Or, uh,
2: sorry, the uh Worlds pool. Oh, okay. Keep in mind, that you can support your Worlds team. Uh, they have um, the championship. LeBlanc is out to buy uh, the championship or, or award, uh, Worlds 22, 2020 team icons or World 2020 team e- emotes. You will directly be able to help them out. Um, it, 25% of the revenue from the skin uh, is going to be allocated to the teams who qualify. So you can add to the pool that they can win um, half of this amount will be distributed based on tournament performance. And the remaining is going to be um, distributed equally among all teams who qualify. And then 50% of the revenue from the team icons and emotes are allocated to the teams who qualify for Worlds. So uh, this is the one thing that's kind of bizarre compared to like Dota or anything else uh, in our competition is a lot. Like, obviously, we give a big prize pool every year between all of the competitions, we, um, the LCS, de, L, or well, all of League does. LCS has its prize pool. LPL has its prize pool, all that. But if you want to add to the prize pool uh, that they get just for winning worlds, feel free. Buy the skin. You're actually going to make kind of a little bit of an impact. Obviously, it's not as... What skin is uh, it? Wait, it's a skin? Championship LeBlanc. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. So buying the skins buying the icons like if you're spending money on the game and you want to get a cool skin or an icon for your team because they made it this year like this will actually help out with the tournament um like riots are obviously already putting money into everything but it's like you can add to the prize pool and they can put a lot more into the production. also uh I'm going to leave off uh, with some wise words uh, that were tweeted out um, with just a memory of this Pick'em, which is now 17 minutes over and done with. So if you didn't do it, ha, sorry. Um, but Mark Yeter, uh, he is head of the uh, gameplay design for League of Legends. He uh, decided to tweet out, in my world's Pick'em, everyone gets first in their group. I love you all equally. And Blast Toys, uh, oh, sorry, Mark Yeter, by the way, Yetter, uh, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that name, is Riot Scruffy. But Blast Toys, a research and development for Riot Games, uh, responded
0: Mark, this is why people think we can't bounce the game. So. No way. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. Not even Riot knows how to balance
1: their own game. Well, (laughs) we love you all. Uh, We will be back next week after a full, like, four, five, five, six days in a row of Worlds games, and it's going to be absolutely insane. Uh, We'll have everyone on the cast for the whole time next week, I promise. I'm going to make it my solemn duty to make that the thing that happens. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy some World's Games. Listen to our podcast every single day because you don't have anything else to do. And we will catch you all next week. Bye. Uh, sting